Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Trading there, yeah. Uh, the one I always think of because uh, my mum calls it Joan Armour plating, so <laughs> it's like, like she's some kind of tank, yeah. Oh dear, and it's one of those things I never really thought about. It's like you know, I'm, it's just the thing I've picked up through my oh, mum's so, weird yes. vocabulary. Armour trading is a very unusual surname, Th- anyway. That is, that is true, so. yeah. Hello, everyone. Hi, um, it's the 11th hour podcast, the top two podcast with Chris and Joe, yes. Um, specifically that is Chris. And that is Joe. Yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, welcome to our eighth year of doing this. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, not the eighth season of Doctor Who that we've no, but, uh, talked about like, that But the time. first, our first year of doing this was, you know, it was 2010, and then our second year was yeah, 2011. Yeah. It's 2017 now. I call that our eighth year. Yeah, gosh. And, you know, we've been... We and, uh, we've been doing them. it for seven years. Well, no, 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 yeah, yeah, on. but this is like the eighth year. I get to, I get to. It's a, it's a it's, long old yeah, time. Yeah, it occurred to me recently it's been a, a long old time. And um, uh, amazingly, we haven't given up on it, despite mm. a astonishing um, <laughs> resistance by the show itself occasionally. Yeah, I, yeah it's it like, did feel for a few don't years. Don't talk about it. Like it was, it was really like trying to... Sort of stop us to get do it. It's like, well, there's not going to be very many episodes, and also the episodes that there are are not going to be that good. Mm. <laughs> um, however, last two years, um, and we'll talk about this more because uh, some people are saying mm. that they kind of got back into it, or they're thinking of getting back into it thanks to this episode. Yeah, which right. is great. But the last two years of Capaldi have been. Uh, uh, last year was really good, good but yeah. okay, if you don't like Clara, what are you going to do? That's well, a indeed, real problem. Indeed. Um, I think we should get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way, for, housekeeping on, out of the way first. Do you um, want to do it? Yeah, sure. Um, oh, God, I'm a bit rusty on this because obviously we've only done so, class. I'm going I'm to move the table. How table was that moved. for everyone? That oh, was great for me. Cool. The earth moved. Under well. my table. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not playing Martika as well. Oh, I was thinking of um, Carol King. Is the... Oh, that's a much classier reference. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do love a bit of Carol King. Anyway, so we talk about uh, Doctor Who pretty much... I don't know how much this is going to come up. Um, the more time goes on, the more stuff about Doctor Who we forget. Yes. But we will talk. We will happily talk about anything from 2005's Rose... <laughs> Uh, prove my own point there onwards a uh, bit more cagey about the uh, the sort of original run of Doctor Who less so nowadays yeah probably not gonna be so much of an issue anymore yeah um, we do swear we don't recap the episode so we're gonna just jump around all over the place although 
In I've actually made some, House of Pain. Yeah, I've actually gonna, I made some notes because I wanted to inject a little bit. I feel like we've been getting a little bit too unprofessional. Wow. Uh, so I've I'm made like, no notes. Oh, that's okay. I've made like three pages. Well, In fact, I didn't even watch the episode. <laughs> I just read the Iron Line review. <laughs> you just sort of imagined what kind of an episode you'd have liked to have We seen, fidget so. around with stuff yeah, on that the table. Do, that we definitely do do. Um, and that's kind of part of the... Um, I guess I want to say charm of recording um, in the same room, which we tend to do now more than yeah. more than skyping. We, we this was nearly a Skype, and then it wasn't. Yeah. Next week, who knows? Yeah, who who the fuck knows? It's um, we're living it week by week. We're, we're very much are. here on the eleventh hour podcast, um, the podcast on the edge. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then you can contact us in a variety of ways, which I assume some people have done this week. Uh, yes, they have. Okay, so one can... person even contacted us in a voicemail and said, "I don't like that voicemail. I'm going to send an email instead." So we'll we'll be hearing not that voicemail, but the email. And I haven't even listened to that voicemail person who sent that, so don't even worry about it. Great, good work there. Uh, so eleventh hour podcast at gmail dot com. That's that's the thing they sent those um, to. Uh, you can tweet at us. I haven't checked the Twitter in a long time. Sorry about that noise. I nearly knocked a thing over, <laughs> and then I made a kind of Christopher Lloyd reaction noise. I think being friends with you for so long, or maybe just being me for so long, my reaction noises are getting increasingly silly, and I feel like there's nothing I can do about it. What have I added to your lexicon recently? The concept of travel Pepsi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and doing a Chris if you like, if you're affecting the volume of someone else's TV. <laughs> or if Which more... I try not to do. No, no, sorry. To make it clear, doing a Chris is more like just generally fussing over the volume level and trying <laughs> to get it. You know, you know when you watch things that, <laughs> like where the music's way too loud yeah. and the dialogue's way too quiet. Yeah, I don't want to adjust the volume all the time. I yeah. want to find this magic <laughs> point in the middle that we can all cope with. Uh, you'll be even more interested in the way I originally um, uh, phrased it was uh, <laughs> I just rewatched the TNG episode Darmok so I originally phrased it as Chris with the remote <laughs> I guess to just mean generally kind of fussing over the level of something and yet despite all this Joe I love you oh, and I love you too even though you're a wanker um, that's me. Uh, so you can tweet us at AH Podcast. I haven't checked the Twitter in ages, but uh, no, neither have I. Um, um, but maybe I will now. Yeah. I've got like another Twitter account to monitor as well, so I think it's probably time to reinstall. Yeah, towards the end, I think we should talk about that because you don't plug your own stuff anywhere near enough. I plug my own stuff plenty. Thank you. Well, all right then. I apologise <laughs> for even bringing it up. No, no, I know what you mean, and I will plug that later. All right, um, uh, and. But that's about it, really. People email us and that's it. But there is the Facebook group. Which is facebook.com yeah. slash group slash EH podcast. Sorry, I know you like saying that. That's no, um, all right. What, what goes on in there rarely gets mentioned in the episode because it's already happened in the group. It's, <laughs> it's a separate Sometimes strand. I'll, I'll see someone has posed a question or made an observation. And I'll be like, yeah... I'll bring that up. So I can mine that for ten minutes of podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's like suckers. You're good. doing my job for me. <laughs> it's a ten. It's ten minutes where we don't have to go. Uh. Yeah. It's like oh, I think I like this episode, but what did, what what happened in it? Uh, luckily, I that's made, a good question regarding said, this particular episode. Listen to my notes. Oh wow! Just Fantastic. pretend that those pages are filled with uh, great observations, such you, as you should do gentle paper manipulation right near the ear yeah. of the listener and on this side too. Sometimes I like looking at my notes and seeing the particular way that I put things such as Bill's foster mum cold sucks <laughs> which is the detail I kind of picked up more on a second watch uh, uh, she never got over having those kittens in gridlock <laughs> oh yes um, someone else pointed that out I didn't realise but yeah 
Um, yes. She uh, literally had kittens. <laughs> she did do that. Yeah. Good Lord. Right, episode. Um, so, as you may recall, when we discussed it before, I felt all smarmy. Because I was like, yeah, well, I assume they've called it the pilot, not because there was a pilot as such, but because also it's a kind of a reboot. It's like a pilot episode of a yeah, new yeah. series. And it turns out everyone else has said that too. So <laughs> well, I'm that... not as smart as I think I am. <laughs> well, I think thinking you are is part of being a smart ass. <laughs> That's true, and I thought I was. Yeah, so there That's you a go. real problem. Um, yeah, uh, I think, I can't remember who, but I feel like people have said. That they're sort of going to give it a go based on it. Or I've certainly advised people, I've like, watched this one, it's basically a kind of a soft reboot, really. It absolutely is. And yet people, there are people who complained like they didn't explain who the Mavellans were. <laughs> they don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> and my favourite one is they didn't reintroduce Nardol. And they go, they don't need to. Yeah. This crazy old magic time-travelling man has got a weird assistant. Yeah. A weird comedy sidekick. Yeah, like, as far as you know... That he's always been there. I don't just really know face. what's going on with his like body because obviously he drops a he, he, he drops he has a, a bolt, but, but he does shit. He, as he does fall. also yeah drop a turd <laughs> apparently <laughs> not on screen. <laughs> yes, but um, it bother you that Builder can get to take that piss. <laughs> she was like, oh, I yeah, really yeah. need the toilet. Oh no, no, yeah. action calls. <laughs> She's well, busting for the rest like, of the episode. Busting, busting. It Sorry. didn't make her feel good. <laughs> Well, there was a lot of water around. That's true. Generally, so I would, if I were her, I just had a sneaky piss, and then you know, go. Oh, I must have been the. Uh, and just hope that that bit must have been the stop wa- following you. the water creature. <laughs> Technically, it was hyper intelligent space o- fuel, space or oil. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Nardole, I did feel Nardole. I felt he was kind of superfluous in this. Like, oh yeah, but like he was okay. Was but fun. most of what he does is just kind of react to the plot as it's happening. Yeah. Um, like, there must be a reason for him to be there other yeah. than just comedy business because the Doctor can do comedy business. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. There's a lot of. Um, there's some, I was reminded um, watching this that uh, if there's nothing else you can say about Moffat, and there is plenty more I can say, he can at least still write a good joke. Um, <laughs> yeah. My favourite. I think my favourite jokes in the whole thing were when she, she said, oh, you know, the Dean is like 70, and he says. Ah, so uh, you're thinking he doesn't look old? He doesn't look old enough. She goes, "No." Looks <laughs> 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 really pissed off at that point. <laughs> and oh my god, I loved when she's like looking out the window and talking, and then she just sees the doctor like just completely pegging it across the, across the <laughs> but his chair's still spinning. Yeah, somehow yeah. He did it that quickly. Um, yeah. So the plot. Mm. The, Such as it was. Well, people have complained yeah. that it had a non-existent plot, which is obviously nonsense. Yeah. Because it had a perfectly good plot. What it didn't have was a four episodes in one Stephen Moffat plot. That's true. <laughs> um, and it was kind of nice, because it, it basically spent a lot of time introducing... You know, it did a very good job of introducing a new companion and giving her some time. Mm. And, um, yeah, and it told, like, the first bit of a plot I mean there's clearly two at least two threads there, three there threads are, there are this. elements that may return so like, well let's just deal with those now there's whatever the prop ice monster sounding thing were. yeah there is a very ice warrior ice that, warrior um, that's it yeah to it um, and uh, I know people have likened this to the waters of Mars because there was water in it yeah but also the ice warriors are from Mars yeah and the water stuff was it was it wasn't ice warrior related as I recall it was actually sort of 
an ice warrior contingency plan from by someone else. Yeah, because the ice warriors were definitely mentioned in Waters. Of they Mars, were, I remember very yeah. briefly. Yeah. Um, so there's whatever's going on with that and the um, spaceship that is hopefully not the one from the Lodger. <laughs> that was uh, that was one from the Facebook group that Wayne yeah. Shannon pointed out. Yes, he did indeed. That the scorch marks look vaguely like they could be the. Um, yeah. I see scorch marks. I think that Dalek ship from uh, Remembrance of the Daleks. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> obviously not that. Yeah, you made the point that um, uh, what was it? That like it's, it's like he doesn't really need to explain the lodger after all this time. But he is one of those kind of bees that he gets in his bonnet and feels he has to well, kind like, of tie up later on. Like when he did tied up all the silent stuff, really, mm. like. Much more extensively than I was, I needed really. Um, I mean, I I know we can't say too much about it because I'm. Although there's been a huge delay between episodes, I'm still doing a press gang podcast with someone else. Yeah, but do you remember the last episode of Press Gang? I do remember the last episode. That brought of press back gang. something that was yeah, long yeah. dealt with. Yeah, and yeah. Um, turns out it wasn't as dealt with as they thought it was, and then they dealt with it further. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a thing that I was not expecting. No. But uh, obviously, if you do it too much, then uh, yeah. people start complaining if you don't explain every tiny little thing, yeah. which is no fun. And that's that's always that's been a bit of a problem with the Moffat era. It was yeah. it was a problem with Lost as well. These are the things people must explain. Mm. Sawyer must explain why he said he was the new sheriff in town. Because he got some guns, and then he thought it was the big man on the island. And it turns out he didn't really want that opportunity. Done. Fine. Yeah. Um, so in terms of. Um, Yes, there's the vault as well. Um, yeah, and possibly which I didn't something quite catch in the it. first time, but I, yeah. there were a few details that I appreciated more on a, on a second watch. So eh? either something in it or something that knows the thing that's in it can send them an emergency psychic paper warning. Yeah, if anything is set to happen, can you set a door for friends only? Or is it a magic space door? Well, it's um, it's part of the TARDIS, isn't it? In there, or I, I wasn't. Oh, oh no, maybe it no, isn't. it's not. That's just no, the it's thing. not. Sorry, no, it's no. just a, but it's a bit of stuff they go. But it already identifies whatever it is. It identifies Bill as a friend, which is yeah. good. Yeah, that's nice. I like that detail. Uh, I think the Doctor realizes at that point as well. Or well, that's mm. how I read his expression. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, oh, and I was expecting a kind of you know, come in, Bill. What the hell are you doing yeah, out there? But he yeah. just carries on. <laughs> yeah. What he's doing. Well, I will say that like the the other thing about Nardole is he his his primary function is the moment is to remind the Doctor um, that you know. I'm not sure if he's kind of trying to remind the Doctor is like you're lonely and you need somebody, um, or to go like you should you shouldn't interfere because you promised you wouldn't. But he's kind of mm. he's kind of taking that. Uh, He's acting as that, sort of saying the unspoken stuff. There. Yeah, yeah, he's a sort of Jiminy Cricket conscience kind of yeah, concept. Yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, I, fi- I said that I finally learnt his name because I'm just, I just. Mm. Not only do I have I forgotten stuff about Doctor Who, I seem to have got worse at remembering stuff about Doctor Who. Uh, and that I can't no new knowledge is coming in to replace the old do you remember we can stop the podcast at any time <laughs> as soon as you're fed up with it. Um, and. Uh, yeah, and I finally learned it because um, before uh, I wrote, I wrote down Nardal, and I was like, "Oh, backwards, that's like Lodran, which is almost Lodran, which is where the location of the game Dark Souls." So uh, that is the very stupid way in which I nice. somehow learned it. Um, it has got knee on the end. Yeah, I learned that while watching the subtitles. <laughs> that bit were in the vault, and I was like, "I can't hear what." 
can't quite hear what uh, Dr. Nardole is saying, mm. so uh, I just put on the subtitles to see if they would reveal anything. Nice. Um, nothing too exciting, but uh, yes, that's where I learned from. Yeah, it's just some nonsense. Also, my hearing is pretty bad sometimes. Pardon? Hey. Um, I'm, that was terrible. Thanks, Dad. Unnecessary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. And uh, just to round up, of course, as well, uh, in terms of like ongoing strands, there is there is Heather. Um, there's almost a line. Well, there's a line that made me say it. It's like, do you think we'll see her again? It's like, I'm sure we'll see her in sexier, <laughs> sexier adventures every week. <laughs> It was like, the Doctor version wasn't no, it was like, no. I don't see how. But, but like, then he does say that, oh, we might run into her, actually. Yeah. Perhaps um, towards the end of this series of adventures. That feels entirely possible. Yeah. Not least because, um, this is a weird thing. I like the character, Bill. How do you feel about that name? Uh, it's, it's a weird choice. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what this reminded me of. Mm. Um because obviously there's a lot of different reference points you can put to, like Waters of Mars mm. or um, It Follows. Yeah. But I did recently watch a an episode of a sci-fi series that had uh, a kind of interracial lesbian relationship mm. where one of them had a boy's name, <laughs> had a more commonly associated boy's name. Uh, that's San Junipero, if you want to know. Ah, I have... <laughs> I've still not seen that, but it's almost like it's like Moffat saw San Junipero and got it wrong, yeah. or something like that. Someone says he still um, Moffat still writes women like he's never actually met one. Um, I think, yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's my place to wade in on this. I, I, need, on I think he did well enough on this one. Um, the, the good friend called Claire, who doesn't listen to the podcast, she was boo. She was right. <laughs> no, she's totally within her Claire. rights to. <laughs> she does podcasts. I don't listen to either. Yeah. Um, so there, <laughs> up yours, Claire. Um, <laughs> she went here. No, and she was like, well, "Why have they given the uh, Why have they given the gay woman a man's name?" <laughs> and I was, I was like in the conversation I'm like I know Moffat can be a little bit clunky on the lesbian issue like yeah. if you're looking at coupling where they were just sort of the lesbians and bisexuality only for the women yeah. obviously were just written in as either fetishes or jokes yeah um not a good time. Yeah. Still quite a funny series but you've got to look in the other I direction I feel like the more time goes past the le- the sort of yeah, a little bit more of the shine comes off, maybe. It's something so recent, you've still got to go. Well, it was a different time. Uh, I, I did find myself wondering recently to go on a, one of our um, one of our tangents. I was <laughs> that uh, I wondered if there had been a more recent sitcom that had aged worse than Friends. <laughs> oh, in terms of like a big sitcom, anyway. I'm sure there were some ones that were shit at the mm. time, or like. But anyway, I just find I watch Friends now and almost every episode there's a comment about either gender or sexuality mm. that I don't like. <laughs> and that makes me go, oh. Like, in. Because, like, I'm sure at the t- I think at the time someone said it, like, it felt like a very progressive show, but, like, watching it, like, even 20, mm. 20 years later, I'm like, well. And, like, it's weird because I can remember it ending within my adult lifetime. Yeah. And I remember watching the last episode with friends, yeah. um, and uh, with, your, remember, with your with your group of white friends. Yes, exactly. Your group of white straight friends. Uh, not yeah, <laughs> more or less. And um, oh god, my I think, in your huge apartment, you can afford. <laughs> I think the bit where I realised um, I don't think I'm ever gonna quite feel as good about friends as I did before. This is not a friends podcast. 
we do sometimes talk about Lotu, but the bit is where they're sharing embarrassing stories mm. and the take home from the segment seems to be that Chandler accidentally kissing a man is about the worst Ooh, most embarrassing yeah. thing you could have possibly done it's like oh whatever dude you kissed a guy it's like oh. I've kissed men like, yeah <laughs> I'd kiss you right now on the podcast <laughs> you would <laughs> yes come alright oh that was nice I have to say the way it happened with Bill because obviously it's been one of those things where um, people on the internet have wanted to show how not bothered they are about it by talk, how much they don't care about it by talking about it at every possible opportunity. Yeah. Um, um, to finish the Claire one, I was like, yeah. I don't think even with his track yeah. record, I don't think Moffat is as <laughs> is as unclued up as saying, "Well, she fancies women, so she's basically a bloke." Yeah. Let's call her Bill. Yeah, I don't believe that was the thought process. Um, but also, um, William Hartnell's wife was called Heather. They were Bill and Heather. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. It's sweet, but also it does mean potentially she was named after a bloke. Yeah. So, yeah. Rather than the thing that happened. That came up. Lest we forget, though, that Rose was played by Billy. Yes, by indeed. So, well, well, I don't know what to make of that anymore. Uh, yeah. And you were saying, I was saying that. Um, so obviously, like internet idiots have been talking about how much they hate having, um, you know, gay characters like shoved down their throats. It's like, oh yeah, there's been one in Doctor Who, pretty much. It's like that's it. That's uh, that makes up for it. But um. This is the kind of... Um, oh, I remember the t- fucking Twitter argument I ended up with. Oh, really? There was someone going... Uh, it was... Yes. Okay. Our next um, our next companion is going to be uh, a, a lesbian. Yeah. She says she's a gay woman. Yeah. And it, it was like, oh, right. I can't wait now until... When is the Doctor going to be a black transsexual dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> and then one other person was like... Yeah, I'm sick of hearing about transgender rights. What about the other 99.9%? <laughs> and I was like, what? The ones with rights? Yeah. They've got rights. That's why you don't hear about them. Yeah. You uh, fucking morons. But, yeah, God. But the way it was done is like... Um, so... Yeah, I'm going to have to talk about Star Trek again and how... There, there haven't been a, there haven't, uh, up until basically uh, Star Trek uh, Beyond. Yes, I was and like, even I... then, that was badly done as well. I would barely count that as gay representation. <laughs> I'm like, well, like there was a thing where, whereby, uh, by all accounts, it was executive producer Rick Berman was basically like very much against uh, the idea of having uh, basically as long while he was in had mm. a sort of a position of authority have I got flaky hair is that uh, yeah saying? a little bit yeah, it sorry. seemed to not be a thing that would happen and I think his argument was basically like oh I don't want to make a big deal out of it therefore I won't have any gay characters at all yeah his, I, I, I've seen you recall his argument is along the lines of yes of course there's gay people they just don't go on about it <laughs> I'm like, but which is weird because the straight people in Star Trek go on about it all the fucking time it's like you do remember who Will Riker is <laughs> <laughs> but there are actual like Shakespearean Love declarations and yeah, things yeah, people yeah. do. You have they people all going to like this nudge nudge wink sex planet all the time. <laughs> like, yes, um, you idiots. Um, but like the way it was done, I I didn't mind it in Beyond. Um, but it's like you don't have to like 
make a big like uh, song and dance about it. You mm. can't just have a character like just mention that they have a you know a boyfriend or a girlfriend mm. or whatever. And so I, I liked how it was uh, uh, done with Bill. Um, myself and a lot of people were not so keen on the fatted joke no, not coming so. in um, um, quite so early. It's where we come into the fret where she's say uh, she was still into her, yeah. so that's all right. But like she was like, you can choose beauty or chips, yeah. uh, which seems to then lock the idea of beauty <laughs> yeah. away from anyone who's a bit tubby. Yeah, which, which uh, is, I'm, I'm a bit tubby myself, you know, yeah, yeah. and I'm damn cute. Yeah, we're pretty. Uh, we're I believe. <laughs> I would call men. I got gravity. a kiss just now. So yeah, I'm yeah. Like, well, let that be man. a lesson to you from a hot bearded man and in you... a flowery sweater. Yep, that's me. Um, it is a great sweater, and I'm, it really is. It's sad that no one else can see it. Um, it was, that was group. that was a thing that friends pulled as well. You remember ugly naked guy? Yeah, yeah. Remember there was a flashback. Hey, cute naked guy is really putting on weight. Oh right, yeah. It was only that he was fat that he became ugly naked guy. Oh, of course, yeah. Not fat. If he was fat naked guy, fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's just a description. Yeah, <laughs> not a value judgment. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, which is just, I think that was the only thing that marred because I thought Bill was basically great from the from yes. the off. Um, I really like how um, obs- the like how observant she was, and I think having a sort of a longer time and maybe less or like fewer <laughs> less of a Moffat four in one plot. Yeah, yeah. Mean that you had more time. They to, knew like, they knew each her. other for so long. Yeah. Anyway. And you, you got the idea just from how it was presented instead of it saying, you know, three months later. Yeah. On screen. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, like, it was definitely summer at one point, and then there's been a Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, so, but yeah, there's the stuff like she, she asked how to get the TARDIS into the, uh, how he got the TARDIS into the, um, <laughs> yeah. into his room, and then she notices the carpet. I mean, there's just, this isn't really nice. I got a real problem with that carpet thing. Yeah. Yeah. How? <laughs> Did he first lay it down and then lay it up against the door of the TARDIS and then go away and it flopped down and then he came back? Did at one point he land the TARDIS in a different bit of the office yeah, then I put don't the know. rug down? Did he like lift it up and put the carpet underneath, which is a weird way to put a carpet down. Yeah, he didn't do yeah. that. Um, yeah. right, guys, I realise it's a storytelling... Um, what, like a MacGuffin, what's the word I'm after? But like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Because um, it's weird. This episode, in a way almost isn't for us because we're just spending ages going yeah the box can move we know yeah I quite we like... know the box can travel but if you don't know that it's a fa- it's a fun I quite adventure. like how long the um, the full realisation took like they literally did it one step at a time where it's like okay um, mm. these doors lead somewhere else other than where they appear to look oh it's a much larger space oh mm. the space can move yeah. oh it's a spaceship oh it can also move and you know you, just, I, you, you know. do get some stuff that's like just there for jokes hey it's like a, I can I can buy it's like a kitchen it's a lift is a bit weird a bit of a stretch I don't know if I've been in any lifts that fancy but yeah just the, the mechanism that yeah. would lift that up and down yeah it's, it seems kind of um, you know inefficient certainly mm. Um, but I got, I got like taking the time, taking the you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, and when she says you know, um, um, <laughs> when she's like, um, why did you call it? Why did you call it Tardis thing? Because that wouldn't work in uh, other languages. Like, you know, people don't usually bring that up. Well, this is interesting because we, we it brings us back to the Susan issue. Yeah, 
who in back in nineteen sixty three, the Doctor's granddaughter Susan claimed we, that she we've seen a picture of yeah, a little picture of Carol Ann Ford. That was nice. I enjoyed that as a touch. Yeah, that was cute. Uh, she claims that she was the one who made up the name TARDIS from the phrase "time and relative yeah, relative yeah. space." But then, the other points in the series people on Gallifrey and things have said the word TARDIS. Now, whether that's translated for yeah. us as viewers, who knows? Um, Romana version one, you might recall, reading oh, from the... don't. <laughs> uh, she recalls, uh, she reads from like the manual of the Type 40 TARDIS, which just refers to it as the Type 40 capsule. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you call it a capsule, I call it a TARDIS. And then, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a weird thing in um, the War Games where there's the other ones that are called Side Rats, <laughs> yeah. but they also made up an uh, acronym, well, an acronym that worked. <laughs> yeah, a, literally a backronym. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, which I used to know and I don't anymore because it doesn't matter. I can think of two um, band related backronyms that are, don't exi- that are not real. All right. Uh, one yeah. is Kiss, who uh, it was kind of Knights and Satan Service. Oh, it would be Wasp as well. Uh, no, I was thinking of Slayer. Satan laughs as you eternally rot. <laughs> uh, also not true. It's just the thing people came up with to kind of... Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's quite easy to find stuff to object to about Slayer if you want. I mean, you don't have to make up shit. Like... Yeah, uh, Slayer have become... Well, it's mostly Tom Araya, hasn't yeah. it? It's become increasingly objectionable over yeah. time. Turns out he's a knobber. Yeah, which is weird because he, you know, because they... Right, so Slayer have a song um, called Angel of Death, which is, for my money, possibly the greatest thrash metal song ever recorded. Mm. Um, it's about Joseph Mengele and his ex- and his experiments. And people are like, oh, there's this, uh, there's this song about Nazis. It's like, well, it's not really a pro-Nazi song yeah. as such. And the argument used to be that... Um, it's like, well, Tom Araya is, I believe, Honduran... I and couldn't tell you. Dave Lombardo is also not <laughs> not a pure white. I couldn't tell you. He's some. He's. I'm sorry. He's a Hispanic of some sort. I understand. Uh, so the idea was like, well, you know, they're not going to be singing about pro Nazi like, songs. I know. I know that pure yeah. white isn't a phrase you would normally use. But yeah. if, if you're talking about whether people are being accused of being white supremacists, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then... I feel like a guy called Lombardo is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Not going to get long. It's not going to be a friend of the white supremacist, you imagine. Anyway, um, so it's weird to see Tom Araya come out um, and uh, be like pro Trump. Certainly pro Mike Pence. Yeah. Was it, uh, was it turning fruits into vegetables? Yeah, that was. Fuck you, Tom Araya. Yeah, and making jokes about snowflakes and mm. shit like that. Um, so that's two out of the big four thrash bands who are... Political. We were, we were, political dicks. It's, it's absolutely very hard not to go political. Yeah. Um, um, I did start listening to Megadeth recently, but it didn't mean I had to forget. I had to kind of suppress all the shit about Dave Mustaine, because he's, oh. he's, he's been a dick for a long time. That's a damn shame. Um, he's, um, he's like a... Not saying there's anything wrong with being a born-again Christian, but he is also quite a rabid Tea Party supporter. Yeah. So uh, that's less good. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to uh, the, the other band. Another thing of is Wasp, who uh, are not necessarily white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, but they're occasionally we are sexual perverts. That's the one. Yeah, it's a name that rings applied. The um, uh, excuse me, Pepsi yeah. noise. Oh no, no oh, Pepsi noise. Oh, Pepsi sounds noise. disappointing. I have to dub some in. Uh, <laughs> just me going. Hmm. Um, also use that for a, you can use that for like a crash sound or something <laughs> like sci-fi opening door <laughs> that's nice um, 
Let's get back to the episode. So, um, you know how you said the carpet didn't make any sense? Can I talk about something else that doesn't make any sense? Yes. It's the puddle. The puddle doesn't make any sense if you think about it for more than a second. All right, try me. Well, I think maybe this is just that the, the episode itself is unclear mm-hmm. on uh, how exactly it works. Because I like the idea of like the reflection being wrong because yeah. it's not a proper mirrored reflection. It's kind of yeah. mimicking you so everything's the wrong way around. But... Presumably, as soon as you like lifted one arm and not the other, it would just be on the other side, and you go no, yeah, because uh, something in the puddle is mimicking your reflection, but also your movements mirrored. Yeah. So, as you know, if you stand in front of a mirror, you hold up your right arm, and then the arm that looks like the thing's left arm, yeah, 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 holds up. But if you stand in front of a screen that's good, that is um, got a camera on it. And you hold up an arm on your right-hand side, over on the other side of the screen, yeah, yeah. you'll get the thing. But imagine you have the thing, and you're wearing a T-shirt that says, I'm cool on it. Yeah, yeah. And the reflection says, I'm cool as well, the right way round. Uh, but you right. raise your right arm, and then that thing raises its left arm, as mm. though it's like Groucho Marx behind yeah, the yeah. thing, pretending to be your reflection. I see. That's what it is. All right. It's a mimic. But uh, how it then? Why it then steals someone to operate a thing? Don't know. Would it, but would the iris not be? Would the eye not be? Why would the eye be on the other side? It wouldn't be. Well, then how does she? The, the last week is it's like oh she notices because her eye is, she's got that eye defect that yeah later but, appears unconvincingly in a Dalek stalk. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. so good. But if she looks in a mirror and she's she's used to that always appearing on this uh, side, right? Yeah, and then she, and then she looks at it and it's on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And she knows something's wrong. Weirdly, um, I was jammy for a bit because I kind of worked. I didn't. I didn't see it, but I worked yeah. out what was. She was like, "That my face is weird. What's wrong with yeah. it?" And I thought it's probably the right way round. Yeah, because whenever you really take a picture funny. of um, yourself not using um, the front camera on your phone, yeah. And you do that, and you look at it, and you're like, that's not how I look. Yeah, it's because you're used yourself. to seeing yourself reflected, so that's just how you look to everyone else. So I, I yeah. felt super jammy that I was ahead of the bet. And Good even work. before then, I was thinking, so what would it be? Because it would, if you'd look that way, then the thing would look in the other direction, but it absolutely does mirror the movements. Hmm. So I'd have to think, yes, there'd be something down there looking up at you mm. doing your movements but with like a thing. and that is I seems to be pretty much what it is the episode is slightly unclear because when Bill's looking at her badge they don't film it in a very no they just have her hand on the jacket and lifting it away but you don't see what she sees in the puddle so yeah. I was like okay maybe this will clear it up and it's weird because no, I'm demonstrating it here but no one can see but her yeah. badge is here but on a reflection it's over there whereas it should be here <laughs> yeah, but if, okay. Again, help. Sorry, everybody. No, no I'm, I'm confused again now. <laughs> why the badge changes size? Uh, like, why some things are on the other side and some things are not? No, that that one is on the other side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm sure. You're right, so. so imagine a huge amount of straight dowling rods coming yeah, out yeah, from yeah, your yeah, body, yeah, yeah. and one of them is on the left hand side of your chest. And it goes out and it touches the right-hand side of the chest in the reflection. But in this case, it would be going diagonally yeah. and touching that side because the badge is there and it's there instead of there. Yeah. Um, guys, this is an audio podcast. I'm going to have to stop waving my arms around <laughs> as though you know what the hell I'm talking about. Trust me, it works. Okay, I trust you. But it requires there to be some either being or an intelligence controlling 
the reflection. Right, okay. So it's not a reflection, it's a thing mirroring your movements, mimicking okay. your movements. Okay, that helps. That's, I think, the part that I hadn't... I didn't realise it was... Yeah, something intelligently mm. mimicking it. Okay, that that's that kind of in my like, head. What's weird? Was that it also reflects like buildings and shit like yeah. that. Because so. if it was literally just projecting it the wrong way round, then yeah. you would notice it uh, instantly. But after a while, Heather drops into it, and then it becomes Alex Mack. Yeah, and uh, the problem is slash solved. the T one thousand. Slash the T one thousand. I thought the effect of her getting sucked into the puddle really creepy. Very, um, very creepy. Some of the later creeps not quite as effective, but not not too bad actually. Um, whenever it does a jump scare, it's bad. But yeah. like just wet Heather at night standing by yeah. the tree, dripping, scary. Yeah. But when she's just like literally just in the puddle and she's like right under the surface, yeah, and kind so of mouth. That's very creepy. Mm, mm. And when she's like coming it. out like, at the uh, when they're on that. That other place at the end of the universe. I think I've made a, a note that like the end of the universe looks different every time they go there. Well, it depends which bit of the yeah. end of the universe <laughs> yeah. you go to. This uh, one was quite nice. Yeah, yeah, I've seen worse, certainly. I enjoyed the CGI plants just fronding about in the background <laughs> in invisible wind that affected no one's hair. <laughs> that was but good. maybe they're moving plants. Yeah, and um, I've got to say, for a new series of Doctor Who, they kind of uh, introduced and made shit the Daleks in kind of record time because you literally had Daleks like not to do anything and then be instantly kind of ineffective against this other <laughs> new force that well, I, I, I assume it's you either yeah, for old viewers it, it makes to take your knowledge of the Daleks to then show you how dangerous this thing could potentially be yeah but if you don't know the Daleks you just be like these, these guys suck <laughs> yeah <laughs> also it goes oh yeah. Oh, that's wrong. I know my Daleks, and yeah. that's why I was like, yeah. Tip to toe, that's not a Dalek. I was going to well say. Well done, well, well, uh, well um, defined, yeah. well discerned, Doctor. You yeah. noticed something was wrong with the clearly wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you enjoy seeing the Mavellans briefly? I have to confess that I didn't put it together until you told me but I remembered them I thought they were just indistinguishable files but uh... ah. <laughs> now I don't know why it's a gold later Dalek but fuck it yeah. well, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if we ever found an end to the Dalek Mavellan War I have no idea if people if there are people who only get their Doctor Who <laughs> classic Doctor Who information from us because if there is you might want to look into that yeah but um like, should we briefly describe the Mavellans? Uh, please do, yeah. It's from the Douglas Adams. You uh, were. Well, sort well, of. Yeah. Yes. It's from the, uh, from the adventure by Terry Nation. Yeah. Very definitely all written, every single dot by Terry Nation. <laughs> Um, it wasn't like Terry Nation going like, oh, I've written like, I've scrawled something on the back of a napkin here. I'm just going to leave it and maybe it'll turn into a script by itself. And then, uh... But they're part of not a bad idea. The Mavellans, um, they're from 1978. You could probably tell that if you had a better look at them because they've yeah. got like silver dreads and jumpsuits. Yeah. Yeah. But even though they're humanoid looking, they are also robots. Yeah. And they, uh, well, they no, they are robots. Daleks, of course, are not robots. That's right, because they've got a little life form inside. But Daleks have no kind of original thought yeah. process. At least they didn't at the time. That that came later. Mm. And so these were two races who had been in perpetual battle and built battle computers. 
that it got so good at predicting each other's movements, it was like setting two regular computers playing knots and crosses, yeah, tic-tac-toe. Yeah. Where it's just stalemate. <laughs> permanent stalemate yeah. for centuries. Yeah. And so they dig out Davros to try and like, get some new programming, and that, of course, causes the Doctor to tell Davros to spack off. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Never, never forget. <laughs> Spack off. I will never forget. Weirdly, that is the one with Dalek suicide bombers in it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I remember the episode is yeah. It's, it's an okay si- si- um, kind of adventure, but it's a bit, it's a bit too silly. I it's a bit lackluster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they couldn't get your original. They couldn't get Michael Wisher back as Davros, so they stuck the mask on. Old David Goodison, who was he was he was not as good. Like I, I don't think there's much wrong with him, but he wasn't necessarily right for that role, yeah. and he certainly wasn't right for that mask. Yeah, yeah. And he couldn't he couldn't move that chair around in anything like the elegant way Michael Wisher yeah, could. Yeah, yeah. God, Michael Wisher was good. He was very good. Um, who was the guy who played him in the Davros in Remember? No, do I mean? You do mean remembrance. He yeah, was the and, um, he was the other revelation. he was the, the, the big Davros after that and his name is not Roy Tromelli, but it's an anagram that was an anagram of his name, Terry Malloy. Terry Malloy, good work, Chris. Good Lord Brain. And that then of should course, have come back Julian to Julian Bleach in um, Journeys and Yeah, uh, and all the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice, which is familiar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things like that. Yeah. Um, Good Lord, Davros <laughs> a crash course in Davros. Just about clawing back some um some who cred. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I someone made the point, I think it was on the Facebook group, there's like it's probably best that we got we didn't get any more explanations to Mavellans. It's a nice little detail yeah. for people who it just, know it just would have caused too much confusion. Yeah. It's like it's a throwback, but you know, it doesn't impact on the plot. Or like, what, what if he took five minutes aside and go, hey, this is Nardole, he was on a planet and then some king had a robot body and then he got his head cut off and put in this body alongside this really hot guy uh, and they had they swapped heads every so often and then I took his head back off and put it on a sort of cybernetic body <laughs> that means he could drop turds and bolts. <laughs> and I like him even though he's just weird. Yeah. And, um, and because most... it's Matt Lucas, and so he's got a kind of built-in divided audience. <laughs> he's got an audience of people who already really like him or really don't yeah. like him. He's he's one of those actors um, like I, I, I can't think of more more than two examples. The other being uh, Russell Tovey, where they seem they mm. seem to have almost like a, a clause in their contract that means they get to make a ooh noise. Uh, <laughs> In everything they're in, I like Russell Tovey the least when he's doing his like Ooh, kind of stuff. Uh, same with Matt Lucas of it. It's like, it's like just t- just t- just tone it down a bit, lads. Yeah. I enjoyed him trying to sort of orchestrate the banter. Like, yeah, it's your turn now. <laughs> um, I'll just check in through my uh, notes see if there's anything particularly. Um, so we needn't go yeah. epic. No, uh, no, no, we didn't tell you if you liked the episode. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I watched it again and I. I wouldn't say I didn't like it as much. I, I I found the flimsier plot harder to deal with, I guess, because I was I was I was done with the being introduced to and charmed yeah, by um, Bill. I found second watch. I noticed some kind of Moffat tricks mm. or like little um, writing tropes of his that kind of really jumped out. There were two in particular. Well, 
one there was like some very like archetypal Doctor Who dialogue um, mm. in the in the beginning like if there were a book of just like the, the big book of like Doctor Who phrases yeah just um, I've, I think there's three examples uh, that I've got here there's the like oh poetry physics it's the same it's, because of the rhymes uh, there's the oh I'm very particular about time and when she goes am I on time and he says well that's a very big question it's like it's just very like <laughs> generic Doctor Who dialogue which is fine but uh, it just it's one of those things that kind of jumped out on me uh, the other thing is that this is a bit more Moffat specific is that he really likes uh, having a character uh, comment on their own appearance in a kind of uh, self-deprecating way. <laughs> Which is like, oh, it's, I don't know I like my face. It's always doing this, uh, making expressions when I'm trying to be mysterious or whatever mm. the exact line is. It's just a thing he likes to do. Um, I don't know if that's sort of an attempt to get ahead of possible yeah. fan backlash. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, just... like, it's weird. Pearl Mackie, she's not unattractive, but she's got a very different look to the yeah. kind of stuff that's gone but, before. Like, and it's, that, that was kind of the Matt Smith thing as well, yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. And he's kind of aware of it. <laughs> mm. and, you know, Moffat's uh, aware of it. And, and it's just the thing I noticed, you know, I'm just saying. I did like it, yeah. Um... Uh, I'm feeling like it's time to move to feedback unless yeah you have, I mean uh, uh, there's loads of stuff we haven't talked about we haven't mm. talked about Bill's mum and the uh, stuff yeah. but like you all know about that and and Neville <laughs> Neville uh, sorry about the brrrp that's my um, speaker stop wow that really goes yeah it goes on for a bit yeah. it makes such a racket yeah um I noticed oh yeah another reference uh the eye in the drain is that have you ever Read or seen Stephen King's IT because I'm pretty sure there's some drain based uh, scares in that. That's interesting. You call it IT or do you call it it? I call it it, but I was making a joke. I see what you mean. <laughs> um, I just I, don't want to see Stephen King's IT. <laughs> it's just a load of sort of people who work for Stephen King. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and keep dying in mysterious ways. Yes. Right. Um, we got emails. We got. Two voicemails. Does not all shit. I'm just going through my, <laughs> my notes. Isn't it? Um, this uh, new viewers, uh, if we have any new people, uh, we have a re- we have, we have had a, re- a extremely regular feedback guy called Donald, uh, who we haven't heard from this time, but occasionally people include him in the. Uh, oh in, yeah, in yeah. The intros. He kind of was doing like a soft takeover of the uh, yeah. Of, uh, of the podcast and I thought point. I'd mention that now in case you got confused by this email that Joe's going to read oh yeah I'd just like to say one more thing just st- sneak it in there is this another um, very Moffaty style writing bit which is mm. the repeating the lines but it was done very cleverly like where we're Bill would say it and then Heather would say it and it would it was oh, like they were having a conversation. Oh, it's like, you're dead. It was like, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> it was better at the end when it was like, I'll miss you, I'll miss you. It's like, yeah. And it, but that was also by Heather, by yeah, yeah. Bill. Yeah. Um, that that bit it had a real, it didn't, I, I'm not normally one of the, oh, I don't think, it, I don't think it, they earned that moment. What yeah. I mean is, it was a bit quick and easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, oh, I see what you see. I see the whole universe, and uh, also bye, yeah. <laughs> grand. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought uh, Bill and Dodge were both like quite heartbreaking when they were going to do the um, 
mind wipe and then he's I, I, I will well, yeah, I will the thing I'd forgotten is that he got mind wiped yeah, himself by that Clara as well. yeah, and yeah. he was like think about how you'd feel if it was done to you and like that mind wipe has been bullshit for some time not least the fact he can do it but yeah. also just the use of it yeah. so I'm glad someone just went no, no that's already also, shitty I'm thing not an idiot yeah I did like this. Like, do you know anything about the sci-fi? Hmm. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Try me. It's it's nice to see a, a character in in genre fiction, shall we say, who is at least aware of the <laughs> genre yes. that they're in. Um, so yes, lizards, lizards in brains. I hope we get that later on in this series. Ooh. Yeah. You know, she'd be like, ah, lizards in brains. Told you. Yeah. And then all the, the all the hate fans would be like, oh, she's so smug. She's not smug. <laughs> Shut up. This, this email is entitled Pilot Feedback, and this is from uh, Will, who has written to us many a time before, even though we keep making fun of his name. No, I'm well, not going to no. do that now. No. Um, he says, hey, Donald, Chris, and Joe. I see why you mentioned Donald now. Yeah. What can I say about this episode? It was a nice introduction to a new companion, and it answered the question of where the bathroom is. <laughs> is that yeah. a reference to... <laughs> Uh, I suppose it's just people wondered for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, when does Jack Bauer use the toilet? Oh, right, gotcha. Yeah, it's oh, like, yeah. where's the where's the where's the toilet on the Enterprise? Yeah, and Jonathan. I think Rikers <laughs> Jonathan Frake say there's like one toilet on the Enterprise, and it's at the like very centre of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably, you just have your waist beamed out of you. Yeah. It's, oh God, <laughs> and you've not seen how many transporter <laughs> accidents there. <laughs> it's like, well. Crazy story, but <laughs> my turns are now sentient. There's half of my personality in them. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, we, we'll, we beamed up from waist and an ensign at the same time, and they merged. Yeah. And now they're a new life form. We have to treat them with respect. It's very difficult. Please welcome Ensign Shithead. <laughs> oh, it's nice to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Will continues the water stuff was cool <laughs> the dripping water reminded me of Waters of Mars yep. I like the effects with Heather rising up from the water mm, it's a sort of Japanese horror yeah. stuff with a bit of ring bit of dark yeah, water yeah. she kind of made me think of Moaning Myrtle not sure why Nice. as well as various horror movie references yes. Moaning Myrtle makes me feel uncomfortable in the films because she's played by what I believe is literally the oldest person to ever play a teenager in, uh, <laughs> in a film. I may be wrong about that, but uh, she's like. How does that, how does that so. count against John C. Riley in Walk Hard? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yes, because well, that's part of the joke, isn't it? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm repeating what was said to her reminded me of Midnight. My enjoyment of the episode pretty much stops there. The episode Ooh. felt almost felt like the first part of a two-part story. As nice as it was seeing the Daleks again, I'm not sure what the point of them was. It was quite, yeah, the, it, the the sort of the given explanation about the most deadly fire in the universe. No, yeah. yeah, just uh, a bit nonsense. A bit of fan service gets yeah. it gets the Daleks into the trailer. They have to use the Daleks so they can continue mm. using the Daleks. So that might be that we, we don't know. get a Dalek episode, which I would be okay with. Yeah, it uh, might be the case. Yeah. I don't understand what the ship was that Heather was supposed to be piloting, although thinking about it, it makes sense to be that Dalek ship, but I didn't see what they needed her for, why they were even in the episode. That ship is clearly going to be uh, explored later on in the series, I reckon. I wouldn't say clearly, but it well, feels extremely likely. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of this still to come. Uh, Peter Capaldi does the whole university lecturer thing, lecturer 
I almost said like lecturer, which is <laughs> slightly different. Really well, I thought. I thought well, that would be like his peep show character, in oh, which yeah, he was yeah. a university lecturer and, and lecturer. Yes, um, um, I, it did occur to me. Uh, sorry, he said that he thought the performance was great, but it occurred to me that uh, being a, a, cheat, a university teacher is basically the best possible uh, disguise for you uh, mm. because it's basically a license to be an eccentric. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which uh, the former Time Lord Professor Cronotis would have worked out in Sharda had we had Sharda, but we didn't have Sharda, so we can just sort of we carry sort on doing have. it. We have a few we've, different versions. It's of weird in that we didn't have Sharda, and so we've had about yeah five or six different versions I've of Sharda. I've listened to the instead. audio. Um, oh, McGann. Word. Yes, mm. uh, but with uh, still with Lala Wars. Yes, um, and then there's the Gareth Roberts novelization. Yes, I think it's I think it's Roberts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think of him as Gary Throbbers. <laughs> and now, so will I. Um, so, yeah, just to finish off this email, finally, Bill has the potential to be a great companion. I just hope Moffat keeps it up. Ooh-hoo. I'm yet to be convinced by Matt Lucas's character. I suppose that if I had to rate this episode, I'd have to give the episode a 2.5 out of 5, which I suppose equals a dislike on the two-tier system. I really expected to like it, but it just seems to lack a certain something. Why does a midway now, point Bill? mean dislike? Like that well, doesn't make any sense. We're, well, we're the ones who said that there can only be like and uh, dislike. But we did say if there were to be a third category, it would be fine. So, right, it's a voicemail. It's from Eric. Uh, remember, we had um, M4A problems before. So instead of sending us an MP3, he sent us a WAV, which is going to go through Google Drive and therefore might not work. <laughs> this is one of those real like. Uh, click it and see kind of yes in a minute you'll either hear from Eric or you won't uh, I'm going to put the speaker there yeah. uh, or no actually uh, everyone the mic's being moved back because I want it to be relatively centrally placed I also want us to hear it right Eric are you there hey there 11th hour podcast this You're is there. Eric calling in from the United States All right. uh, talking to you about Series 10, Episode 1, The Pilot of the new season of Doctor Who. Uh, This episode was great, I thought. Uh, We got a... Okay, so what I'm going to say is the best uh, companion introduction we've ever had in uh, the new iteration of Doctor Who. Very solid. Uh, I think that uh, The 11th Hour is a better episode overall, but I think insofar as it's introducing a companion to us and somebody who we're going to be spending more time with and getting to know better, I think that this episode introduced Bill uh, the best that we've ever seen in Companion. And I'm very, very happy about that because I think overall Moffat can probably be uh, blamed, not blamed, but he can be criticized for his companions uh, and how he introduces them and how they have, have no family built kind of doesn't have a family and I have no idea who that woman is uh, whether <laughs> she's an adopted mother or she calls a roommate I, I really have no idea who <laughs> she is in Bill's life so you know, on that uh, note she's not much better than any of the other companions and certainly not on an RTD level of you get to know their entire family uh, but I think as a character as a companion to the Doctor and her kind of role in the episode I think she's very well fleshed out we've got our first uh, LGBT uh, companion in Doctor Who, as far as I know. Uh, they made a big deal about that, so I believe she is. Uh, and I thought that was very well portrayed in the episode. It was Captain treated Jack? just like any other relationship, not as some <laughs> big thing that has to 
being However, put into a spotlight, and here it's absolutely different. You're making no, a good point she's here, the though, same. Eric. She's any other person, so she's gay. doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, and I just thought that down-to-earth perspective uh, did a lot for this episode. Uh, Moffat t- tends to usually get really caught up in some interesting time travel device or some interesting power the new alien has, but this is very straightforward. Uh, I think it was kind of 11th hour-y in its approach to the monster, uh, where you've got somebody reaching out from another place and this influence yeah, yeah, yeah. like a ship of a some kind, yeah. one of the ship's oil, uh, which was vaguely scientific crazy magic that in the way it's, well powerful. it's done but <laughs> yes. following Bill around uh, and basically it being the love interest for Bill I thought was very interesting it ties into the companion it ties into her meeting the doctor I just thought everything about the structure of the episode was much more stripped down than Moffat mm. usually tends to take with his episodes A bit more organic, uh, and I really like that yeah. uh, basically I'd say this is we, we now have a Capaldi playing the Doctor, who is the best he's ever been. He feels comfortable in the role. He, When I look at him and hear him talk, that is the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he really fell into his comfortability in Series 9 and Series 10. Just continues that. Uh, just in time for So Capaldi's go. better than ever. Yeah. Uh, always just surprising me in little ways, and he's just great. Uh, Nardole, I'm... Liking, I think. Uh, it's kind of been hard for me to track his character because yeah. he's somebody completely different uh, role-wise where he was a vaguely a villain in uh, the very first episode, Husbands of River Song. And uh, I couldn't really track whether there was a lot of continuity between there and uh, the return of Dr. Mysterio. There's stuff that's happening. Uh, but I like him yeah. in this episode. He's kind of the more knowing, knowledgeable companion that understands more of what the Doctor's doing, and I like that relationship with the Doctor. He, he is kind of a comedy guy as well, which I think Matt Lucas plays very well. Uh, I, I basically just love whenever the Doctor has more than one companion. <laughs> I just love that in general. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'd say this is a very good episode. I'm very much looking forward to seeing how the series uh, develops. I think Moffat uh, has made this one very toned back, and I like that, and hopefully yeah, we'll the series <laughs> yeah, will develop absolutely. to be a bit more... Uh, it'll it'll develop to be a bit more uh, complex as it goes. I think, actually, in this episode, and I won't say specific things, but there's little things that I think Moffat has layered in here yeah, okay. uh, that will be oh, yeah. picked up in further episodes of the series, and that'll kind of be the arc. I think there's a lot having to do with Bill's mom that we'll hear about. Uh, I, I, I like the little part where the Doctor uh, went into the past and took the pictures of her mom that he never saw. It is a little bit creepy, too. Uh <laughs> The Doctor seems to do that a lot in Moffat's episodes. But, uh, yeah, I liked that. Uh, just a quick shout-out to the Clara music cue that Moffat's been really good in uh, weaving the previous companions and stuff throughout these episodes and kind of letting you know what the doctor Doctor's psyche is like and just the whole forgetting thing along with Clara. I was brought to tears. So, uh, yeah, really good episode. I'm really looking forward to the series. Thanks, guys. Great, thanks, man. Nice. A uh, lot, lot of good points um, and things that are 
that I wanted to talk about brought up, mm. uh, which is always nice in the hands with uh, with feedback. Um, I think Moffat clearly isn't as interested as um, RTD just in how they write in in terms of like the families of the the companions. Yeah, I think they've all had pretty much broken families or families who don't really care. Yeah. Um, uh, Amy's family had disappeared from the planet. Yeah, <laughs> from from all of history. Yeah. Um, what was it with Clara? Her, her mother was dead, and her, her dad had a horrible new wife. <laughs> yeah, but her grandma was all right. Her grandma you, you from Vengeance seen... of Pharos was yeah. fine, um, but you didn't see much of her. Um, so yeah, the the mum thing is interesting, um, and I wonder whether that will come back. Um, I think it was Wayne again who asked whether he was just taking pictures or if there was something else yeah. going on. Um, I, it's already been speculated that the Doctor is Bill's father. I'd like... No. No. <laughs> that's, not, that's probably... I'm pretty sure that's not going to be yeah. the case. Um, I'm sure there's th- interference and there's interference. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Some uh, people thought he was taking like candid snaps of her, but like she knew she was having her photo taken in those pictures. Yeah, yeah. And what I found funny, of course, and it's because I'm like 40 years old, that I was expecting some, you know, pictures of someone's dead mum from the past to be from like the 1970s. And of course, they're from the 90s because because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> Bill's like. A, a, like a late teen, early twenties. Yeah, person. yeah, yeah. So of course that's when they're from. Just for me, that isn't the past. Yeah, <laughs> the past doesn't look like that. I like um, Bill's line about her, her mum um, saying something, and then she's like, Wait, "When did she say?" It's like yeah. in my head. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's just something about her delivery of that line that I really like. That could have. They, yeah, I like a bit of goof. It I could think. have been bad, but it, I yeah. think she sells that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there was something else I was going to talk about that uh, Eric brought up, and it's gone from my mind, so it, it might come back. Uh, I would agree it's probably the best companion introduction. I like that there's been a bit more, as I said, there's more time kind of for it. It's not getting too yeah. caught up in the kind of the plot. Yeah. I liked Ka- Clara when she was first introduced, and then when she actually became a companion, mm. not so much. Uh, and I was going to say that the the thing about Bill that he notices that you know she she really she enjoys. Um, not knowing things. Yes, which is uh, great. And it's, it's kind of a nice uh, nice sort of contrast to how I felt about Clara, certainly for a bit, where she just didn't seem all that bothered about uh, travelling, which is not something I really like in, in The Companions. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's surprising with Clara that the that the Father's Day search of the scenario didn't happen. It's like, mm. I'd like to go and see my mum who died when I was young, please. Yeah. Uh, and... Will we go there with this? Probably not, because you know you probably should have learned your lesson after yeah. the last one, Doc. But but we'll then see. again, those uh, things never came back again. So maybe he's, I can't even remember what they're called. <laughs> Just the Reapers. That was it. Yeah, Reapers. Um, and also, it does seem almost like that Moffat is. Oh, obviously he's leaving. So he's like, right. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> it seems like maybe he's sort of turning it around for one last kind of glory. Yeah, season because Capaldi, so. yeah, is is very good. Um, Film's great from the start. Even though it's his third series, and there was like an eighteen month between this one and the last one, it feels like Capaldi's barely been in this role. It feels, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. feels new. Like there's yeah, not yeah. been enough of it, and that's that's weird because it's about as much time as as yeah. Tennant or Smith. It yeah. just feels like so much less. Yeah, yeah. 
I well, it actually is less time than Tenant, of course, because he had yeah. like five years once you bring in the specials as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and I like to bring in the specials. <laughs> Singing Ghost Town, yeah, obviously, yeah. I apologise. Do you have an email? Is there another email? There is. Um, you read this one because I read the last one. If you haven't listened to our class episodes, then you might not have heard of Pinky Pinkerton. <laughs> Who I am not sure has emailed us during a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, I was going to say earlier that obviously um, it's good that we had. I think it's good that we did class because otherwise it would have been a lot of. Uh, we'd have had to go on a lot of time without having mm. done a podcast, and we'd have been rusty as fuck. Mm. Also, I didn't spot this, but um, <laughs> the Doctor's using Quill's blackboard. Oh really? <laughs> it's got a kind of weird silver trim. Oh, interesting. And it, uh, it's exactly the same prop. <laughs> Whether it's meant to be the same prop, I don't think so. I, I doubt it. It's just a blackboard yeah, yeah. they had laying around. Yeah, yeah. Wherever they film these things now. I'm going to say up a boat, but that is an old-timey reference. Um, Pinky says, the return of a... E-H question mark. Um, do a capital H for that, Pinky. It looks weird otherwise. <laughs> Hello again, sweeties. Great to hear you're back again. Exclamation mark, smiley face. I'd miss your nonsense. <laughs> I'd miss your nonsense. Two exclamation marks. Ooh. By now, I would imagine you've both seen The Pilot. I've seen it twice. Colon tangent A returns... At the, I'm, I might just have to read the words for this, Pinky. Um, if, if, if these are meant to elicit any kind of specific readings, you might have to write this out for me. Um, a returns at the same time as Doctor Who. Coincidence? Anywho, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I thought it was a great intro to a wonderful new companion. Intelligent compassionate with just enough sass to make her feel very real and not feel mighty real <laughs> like Sylvester, <laughs> like Sylvester yeah. um, I, did, I didn't like that the Doctor still hasn't learned his lesson about mind wiping, yeah maybe he has now though yeah. who knows uh, maybe Bill will, be, will have been able to change that it's great to have a queer woman of colour at last but if Bill has a bad ending I'm going to be yeah, so pissed yeah yeah that is the uh that's always yeah. the danger. It's yeah, like it killing be. off a lesbian. <laughs> mm, I think I did see a, a blog that was like a, a list of all um, like uh, lesbian and bi and queer women killed off in mm. like TV and book and films. It's, uh, it's when you see it all together, you're like shit. That's a, it is kind of a trope. Mm. For yeah, um, I watched I watched a series by Joe Ahern who did Ultraviolet the mm. modern uh, oh, well, vampire God, series Ultraviolet's good fantastic a very young Idris Elba yeah which I'm amazed it's, it hasn't had like a resurgence on yeah, Netflix yeah. to go hey look at young Idris Elba uh, but he also did a thing called Apparitions with Martin Shaw which is basically the same series but with demons and a priest yeah. My, someone's phone's making some brrrr noises I think it's yours it was mine um uh, which is a really good series except um it <laughs> non-white people don't do well in oh, it. okay. And it's... Um, I'm not necessarily overly conscious of that because I'm a white viewer and I've yeah. got my own prejudices. But <laughs> yeah. uh, however, it really became very noticeable to me. So I imagine as a non-white viewer, I'd have been well annoyed yeah, at some yeah. point. <laughs> but, um, anyway. That's all right. We can just watch Get Out again, which... Oh, did you oh, see Get Out? I finally? did see Get Out. Good I saw Lord, it. That's like, good. I saw it like the first weekend it was out in London. Um, nice. I just didn't go on about it. Uh, do you know who was in? Who was also in the audience? Because we saw her in the line. Uh, I can't remember her real name, but it was uh, Philomena Kunk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember her real name. Diane Morgan. It's I know it's Diane something. Yeah, 
Let's try. Let's go with Diane Morgan and see if we're correct. Yeah, but but not right now. Um, back to Pinky's email. If Bill has a bad ending, I'm going to be so pissed. Her queerness and skin colour are such a non-issue, as it should be, that if Moffat was to fall into the awful trope of killing or ruining Bill's life, it would be a huge shame. Nardole had a good amount of screen time, and I'm starting to really like him. The photos on the Doctor's desk make my heart skip a beat, and when Clara's theme started playing, I swear there was something in my eye. Not a star. (laughs) And the penguin with his arse on fire. (laughs) Fantastic. I could go on. I'm so excited that Who is back, but trying to keep this brief. Who's back? <laughs> Sorry. Mm. I know I'm the dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually watch the next time teasers. Ooh. Pardon me. I, I was an untimely belch. I don't usually watch the next time teasers. Even so, social media and other podcasts talked about it so much that it's been impossible not to be spoiled on that. No that, idea. I, that could refer to a number of things. Yeah, it I could. Have, I have a like a leading. Yeah, I, I think that. so as well. But since yeah. we might have people who don't watch those, I can't talk about that. Yet. Uh, but again, I'm really excited to have Who back. So I don't mind this time. Are you ex- are you as excited about New Who as me? Did you enjoy all the Easter eggs and fan wank references? Do you think Susan is coming back? Looking no. forward <laughs> to hearing what you have to say on the pilot. Welcome back, smiley face, Pinky. And then what I assume is your email sign off. Beware my squirrel army for they're quick and fluffy. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, don't know. Capaldi has talked about Susan a lot yeah, yeah. in interviews. It's one of those weird threads that you'd think would get picked up. Because like even in um, uh, Empty Child, he's talking to uh, the doctor whose name I can't remember. Um, and uh, the one played by the actor whose name I can't remember. Oh, I'm really good at Oh, I see what you mean. You are referring to Dr. Constantine, played by Richard Wilson. That I am. Carry on. Uh, wow, I really cannot remember names anymore. Don't worry, Joe. We'll I get back to... in the swing of things. <laughs> I need to go see the doctor or something. I don't know. Not the doctor. Um, but uh, he said, uh, well, Dr. Constantine says, I was a, a father and a grandfather, and now mm. I'm neither. And the doctor says, yes, me too, or something like mm. that. So, like, there's a reference there, and it's one of those things that you'd think would have been brought back. Yeah, this is having a photo of Susan is as explicit as they've ever got. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. I think it's possible they might address it, possibly not with Caroline Ford. No. uh, because it's again, of course, Big Finish has done this. Big yeah. Finish has had Susan back. Yeah, yeah. With Big Finish has had with her like get. her half human, half time Lord Child with uh, Dave Campbell. Oh yeah, from uh, the Dalek destroyed London future. Oh yeah, that's definitely the future I'd want to jump jump into. It's like, oh yeah, we, we, we're pretty much doing that, yeah, aren't we? yeah, fascists yeah. ruining the city, <laughs> coming out of the water, all scary like. Certainly the woodwork. Yeah, I find, um, and from under rocks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, and a lot of them are Doctor Who fans. I've found out, turns out yeah. and I'm like, "Have you been watching the same? Do you not know what this program is?" You're st- <laughs> I know you're still waiting. For you're complaining me. about social justice warriors. That is, what do you think the Doctor is? Yeah. He is literally that. Yeah, <laughs> you twats. Yeah, and yeah, you're, you're still waiting for the Star Trek like, people. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna have. Oh, we've got a black female lead in Star Trek. Oh, the PC Brigade. What show do you think this is? (laughs) Yeah. Well, this show with this, like, utopian socialist feature. Go and read the fucking original Starship Troopers then. The Untouched by Verhoeven one if you want your fascist in space. You twats. 
Jesus. Yeah, I know, right. So, um, I don't like fascists. Um, yeah, yeah. I no, love I it. <laughs> <laughs> Fascist holiday there by a TC, a record that doesn't exist. <laughs> I was trying to give a 10cc pun, and I was like, I'm not gonna. No, let's not do that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I feel like the only way that can go is badly. Mm. So, I'm just not gonna touch it because I know what my brain's like. Very silly. Very silly. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen some people on Twitter who weren't necessarily pleased with Bill because they... She was like, in her first scene, she wasn't like, oh, and I'm a lesbian, by the way. But it was like, <laughs> she had to openly state it. And th- I mean, this was a queer viewer. This yeah, wasn't yeah. someone who's like, oh, I don't like it crammed down my throat. They just thought it wasn't necessarily too subtly done. Yeah. And I understand that. Um, and also, what was the very similar thing? Um, uh, feminist critic Julie Bindel right. said that she was Bill was clearly there to provide titillation for men, which um, I, I think really, was after she saw the episode as well. It's, I like, think, I, it's not really. I mean, I, I'm a man. I'm a man who enjoys a good titillation now and again. Yeah, but um, no, that wasn't what I got for it. From it at all? Is this the thing? There's like there's yeah. he. She doesn't hug her. She doesn't touch her. She doesn't kiss her. She grabs. She touches the hand. But um, yeah, yeah. just about yes. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's the only time. <laughs> yeah, they barely even talk that much. Really. Yeah. Like, they have like a charged look at her. Uh, and it's like, bar, and, that, and I, I, know, I don't need it to be the Star Trek thing. I don't need it to be she's gay but she doesn't go on about it. Yeah. I don't need that. I also don't need her macking on hot babes. <laughs> I need me macking on hot babes. <laughs> oh, I try so that's hard a, and I just ruin it. So that's all right. <laughs> that is a possibility that is open to you. Yes. Less so to me. I mean, I could do it secretly. I mean, yeah. my wife doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> she she need never know I gave you a kiss earlier. I don't think she'd mind too much. Just, sorry, we kissed each other. That yeah, was, uh, yeah, was a yeah, mutual. Yeah, hey, yeah. give me five. I was I was enthusiastically consenting to yeah, it. That was good. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> so it's weird because that was not uh, nothing that Bill did was titillating to me. <laughs> no. It reminded me of. Um, this is going to be a weird reference for Americans. The Brass Eye Special, oh, which okay. was a, a which was a satirical show about the the media's reaction to stories of paedophilia. Yeah, and there was uh, like in the right wing press days after it was like there was a sick trade in prisons of pervs like sending the show to each other. Yeah, and I was like, they're going to be sorry. That's my speaker turning off. I was like, if they're watching this to get their jollies, they're going to be sorely fucking disappointed <laughs> yeah. if you're watching the Brass Eye special yeah. to get your It's not like porn it shows Peter because it was fucking aired on TV. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You idiot. I think, like, it people was... might have... Somebody along the way would have been like, oh, no, we can't actually show this on yeah. TV. I mean, it was, it, it was edgy, yeah. <laughs> you know? It did some stuff it maybe shouldn't have done, but, like, it was pushing a button. It's satire. Yeah. If you're going to do blunt satire, what's the fucking point? Yeah. So, uh, there you go. Um, so, essentially, if you're a guy who fetishizes lesbians and you watch this to have one off the wrist, again, <laughs> you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, I, I reckon so. so. If, if you've got a thing about women who be just damp, 
yeah. just like having been poor, poor yeah. uh, Stephanie Hyam, I think she was standing there for hours on set, presumably yeah, yeah. being damped down the whole. I also time. feel I feel sorry for Heather kind of generally because she was kind of miserable and not good with uh, didn't have good self esteem. Mm. She cannot take a compliment, as it turns out. No. Um, I've come across people like that, and God, it's frustrating. Yes. Um, but, and then she's just miserable, and uh, then she gets sucked into a puddle, and is no longer... She does get a brief uh, trip to Australia. Yeah, that's true. Will we have Australia by the Manic Street Preachers on the soundtrack? Who knows? It's like, oh, I think I'll just go I'll go via, like, Magic Mirror. <laughs> yeah, some people were like... Uh, um, we had a request from stuff from the It Follows soundtrack, but I'm like, no, the, t- the title's got to work with the episode. Those are the rules. <laughs> uh, except I forgot the other rule, which is if the song's in the episode, we could use it. Yeah. So we can have Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division quite happily, and that's going to happen. Sorry, that's my speaker coming on again because there's the voice of my own. It does go on a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, do you know who we haven't heard from for a while? Who's that? This person. Hey, Chris and Joe, this is Des. Um, It was so nice to hear you guys in my ear holes the other day. Uh, I was so surprised when we had the Christmas episode. You know, I almost forgot you guys were a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. That's my fault Um, entirely. Yeah, so um, I watched the premiere of the season, and you guys probably know, I know a lot of people know that I have not been loving Doctor Who lately. Um, the past few seasons have been uh, not entertaining to me and I have been ready to quit watching and the only reason why I kept watching was because I am married to America's number one Doctor Who fan <laughs> Hi, <West>. um, <laughs> so he would not let me stop watching um, but I really enjoyed the premiere um, I I hated Clara with That's a passion. I just, I could not stand her. I just made me want to not watch the show. And now that she's gone, I think it's gotten a lot better. I like Bill. I like her a lot. Um, she's, you know, she's clever, but not too clever. Uh, she's um, certainly not too clever. Interesting enough, you know, like so far. And uh, she yeah. looks like she might be a fun companion. Um, hopefully, we're not going to get any kind of uh, special, special companion bullshit, you know, like <laughs> the last few. Um, but overall, I, on the two tier rating system, I liked it. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm glad to see that it's. Uh, I don't know if it's gotten better or if it's just I'm enjoying it better because they got rid of a certain companion. Um, but uh, definitely better for me. So yeah, I really did enjoy it. I liked it. I hope they can keep up um, less overarching stories. Um, you know more. Just the monster of the week. I don't know. I guess I'm. I, I like that better. But um, that was a nice. Yeah. So I'm rambling. Yes. <laughs> As usual. The place but, to do it. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Uh, I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Um, and uh, I talk to you guys later. Love you. Bye. Wow. Love you too, Des. Yeah, I can't believe it didn't occur to me that your daughter's called Astrid. Well, I'm glad that after what I said earlier, we did hear from someone who's like, oh, I haven't been watching it. I've kind of been turned off the show. And uh, 
I sort of jump back in with this episode and enjoy it. I mean, I know she's been watching it, yeah, um, but grudgingly, <laughs> by the sound of it. I'm trying to mute this speaker using my enormous body, but <laughs> and it's not going to work. Hang on. <laughs> it's like that's the weirdest like tummy boom. rumble <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I, I, I'm concerned they all turn on in my bag on the way back on the tube Drickle, uh, especially since it will then likely connect to my iPod and play out what I'm listening to which might be music it might be an episode of Ramjack it might be an episode of Cool Games Inc yeah one of those probably right um, it was Kirsten who sent us a voicemail that she wasn't happy with, so she sent us uh, an email instead, which I imagine will cover what she said in her voicemail, but I in a preferable so. way, which is why the subject heading is the pilot take two. Joe, you read this, I drink Pepsi Max. All right, the pilot take two. Kirsten says, hey, cool dudes. Yay! I'm very happy to have new Doctor Who to watch and discuss. I'm sure she is. Mm. Uh, I love the and pi- not to watch in disgust <laughs> I love the pilot I love Capaldi and I'm sad he's leaving I fell in love with Bill 30 seconds into the episode Yay. I appreciated how they handled her sexuality in a very matter of fact way I think that's a good way to show it to an audience of all ages just for kids to see it as a mm. normal part of life which it is yes. yeah well I was trying to say earlier you don't have to yeah. be like oh and I'm gay and stuff it's just like oh it's a girl a himself is yeah. like we're, like, be clear, we're not expecting some kind of round of applause for this. Yeah, this yeah, is like yeah. entry level stuff this is like, that we should have been doing ages ago yeah, and everyone absolutely. should be. Yeah. Uh, the doctor taking b- photos of Bill's mother for her was so sweet. Finally, do people hate Nardole? I feel like to some of fandom, he is the Jar Jar Binks of Doctor Who. <laughs> I may be wrong, maybe just one person tweeted about it twice or something, but I like him. If he were an overwhelming presence, maybe I'd feel differently. I don't know. Well, I hope you have a happy day and have a uh, great day, sorry, and have fun recording. Kirsten, mm. aka at Happy Mrs. Rory, too. I, I'm just saying that because it's at the bottom of the email. Yeah, she must want it reading out. Uh, follow uh, that her answers the question. Happy Mrs. Rory, too. like someone called Happy Mrs. Rory followed me and I, can't, and I didn't put the two together. Um, I followed me on Twitter, that is. No, um, not just followed you like as a kind of watery apparition <laughs> throughout like, your day. It's like, Kirsten, do you want a towel or something? <laughs> Kirsten, do you want a towel or something? But in an American accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I was like, what's the Yeah! Boy, do you want a towel or something? Yeah! So Train what... roll on, so on that... down the line. That was what I was trying to avoid, but uh, apparently I set it up for you. <laughs> like, Chris will take that back. back. I'll say back to the old drum, boy, boy. <laughs> um. Um, that's how Kirsten sounds. Yeah, I'm pretty much. Listen back, you'll hear. It's been a while since I've heard one of the voices, but that's more or less my (laughs) recollection of it. Yippee ki yay, cool dudes! (laughs) Never forget. (laughs) Get her done. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I think we should stop while we're ahead with this. I'll go back to my proper London accent now. (laughs) All right. Much better. Much better. Ain't Um, no black in the Union Jack. I wish I would put some black in the Union Jack just to stop. Not that it's a thing I hear people say very much anymore, but uh, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll find other shitty things to say. They oh, always do. They yeah. will. Yeah. Anyway, so, but you know, it was a good episode. We liked it. This is LM Thunder Podcast, the podcast that doesn't like racists. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. All other podcasts do. Yeah, that's pretty much a, a hard uh, a no from us. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Um, I was trying to add tags to our Facebook group. Yeah. For some reason, I couldn't add Doctor Who 
Which was weird. I saw that you added a bunch of very strange... <laughs> I did. Like, kind of related. Peter Capaldi, SJWs, Eric Rowan, and <laughs> Dave Jordan. That was it, yeah. It's a strange mix of things. I'm like, that. A I wrestler, guess... a record producer, both with names similar to ours. Yeah. Um, SJWs, because, like, why would we not want to attract those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Peter Capaldi, because he's in Doctor Who. Yeah, he's the lead, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was announced a little while back. Hmm, I remember. Um, so yes, I'm sure there's uh, maybe a little bit more we could say, but um, I think people have covered all the all the good stuff. I enjoyed I think it. It's, I, I think maybe a little spoiler curtain to talk oh, about yes, the yes. trailer for next week, and then uh, maybe a secondary one for just some. There's, there was a longer trail and maybe just some episode zero style here's some things I've heard yes I'm how gonna, does that sound yeah that sounds great I'm going to tell you something to go to the toilet <laughs> oh um, excellent um, take the recorder with you and everyone can enjoy <laughs> I'll narrate my way through it like, oh, alright yeah. everyone we love you and we'll talk to you soon spoiler phobes everyone else we'll love see you in a little second. while come listen to me <laughs> don't listen to Joe Pierce I'm going to pause and everything very shy. bye Meant to pause, stopped it. So, new file. That won't mean anything to anyone listening, but it is brand um, new. So, yeah, we've got... Uh, I don't actually know the title of next week's episode. It's Smile. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, and it'll be like The Beast Below, because I'm fairly sure, because that had Smilers in it, yeah. that we ended that one with Smile by the Supernaturals. Yeah, that sounds like a thing we would do. Because so. that's all that you got left, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, we'll probably just do that again. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Uh, recycle that that content. Um, yeah, this is. But we won't. Ha- we won't start with uh, release the beast by. Well, I've forgotten their name. Breakwater, isn't it? Yes. Yes, I remembered the thing. Hooray! <laughs> yeah, we did that whole. We said we did it over Skype, so we had to kind of try. Release. Do, 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 do. Um, and that was better than when I made you do the start of the Big Bang Theory. Sorry about that. I won't do that again. No, that's, that's for the right. Big Bang. Yeah. No, no, it's all right. I like saying bang. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the dirt is gone, which yes. I said at the time. I said again now. Wish I hadn't either time. But I'm what in, can you do? I'm yeah. I'm not in control of myself. Apart from edit it out, which you're not going to do. Um, so this is very much a, a kind of an episode, a very like classic episode two with a companion. They seem to always do a, mm. a future uh, one. Yeah. Oh, it's got always oh, got friendly looking robots that yeah. probably aren't. Because <laughs> um, like <laughs> I'm thinking of um, girl who waited. So, but I uh, know you're sorry. Uh, what? Is, oh no, I'm gonna. Real, I'm going to struggle to name a single episode here, so I'm going to just... Uh, Alright, so let's try End of the world. End so of we the world, have, yeah. Yeah, we take, our, we take our new companion to the far future where they see crazy things. Yeah. So, end of the world. What was the Martha one? Uh, <laughs> uh, was it... No, it wasn't Gridlock, I don't think. Uh, no, that was episode three. Yeah, yeah. We're bad Doctor Who people. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're the worst... Um, Amy was Amy was um, Beast Below, Beast Below obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clara was Rings of Akaten. Ooh, maybe. I'm just saying, yeah, it seems to be in my mind, which means that episode three is definitely going to be uh, in the past. 
Uh, probably in the UK in the past. Oh, maybe, but um, well, th- just based on her previous performance. Is that one knock knock or is that episode four? Sorry, episode title for spoiler phobes. I apologise. Um, so anyway, yeah, there are there are robots and skulls. It's it's they're nanite robot flight. Yeah, swarms. there are some like future humans who don't want to be part of a buffet or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> robo murmuration. So um, it's hard to get much of a sense of it. We barely needed to pull down the curtain for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can sort of still see us shuffling around and moving um, props. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 the, 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 oh, shit. <laughs> Put the safety curtain up too soon. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's got that very kind of BBC uh, future <laughs> kind of other planet look to it. It looks better than the um, the BBC superhero, the ghost. Yeah. He was he was so rubbish. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Flying around, not quite America. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the just the plastic face mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I still don't hate that one, but it was like, oh, there were some bad choices. In yeah, that. yeah, for sure. So I don't know. It looks, um, it looks like it might be. It's it's really difficult to tell. We don't have much in the way. I mean, like, there was another trailer for it on. Immediately after the episode, yeah, and, I and then there was a tra- none of that. Yeah, exactly. There was a trailer, for, and we couldn't um, talk about that anyway because yeah. of our rules that we are self-imposing. Yeah, then there was a trailer for Round at Mrs. Brown's or whatever, <laughs> which uh, set yeah. my mood very much <laughs> downwards. Yeah, or Round to Mrs. Brown's, or whatever. So I'm not going to spend any more of my brain energy thinking about. Yeah, don't don't think program. about don't think about the Mrs. Brown variety show with Sue Perkins guesting. <laughs> why are you on that, Mrs. Brown? <laughs> I think you could ask why I was on it. It's like, well, I've got to promote the podcast somehow. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Um, I love that. We was like, let's talk about Smile. Not much to talk about. Let's talk about other stuff. Yeah. Well, there's my there's emoji robots, like emojots. I don't know. Like, yeah. just it'll be it'll be. I'm I'm gonna set my expectations to like pleasingly middling, you know. Yeah, and I I like they we do the thing. Hey, these looks like these sort of telly bug looking things, but they end up to be sinister. Yeah, and they they've got someone programmed them to make scary faces as well <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, and um, um, doctor the doctor says that he has an urge to blow it all up at one point. Mm. Is, uh, He's going to blow up the London. Yeah. Uh, should we do? Should we just uh, do another small curtain and then talk about the, the guys? Trailer? If you don't want to talk about anything else, and this might not, this isn't just trailer stuff. This is going to this be some rumours and business. Yeah, if that's yeah. all right. Because we did an episode. We didn't do an episode zero this year again. So there's some stuff. Yeah, if that's all right. Um, we'll just say cheerio to you guys. Scramble for your scramble for your off. All right. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Okay. Good lord! So, so the, I wasn't expecting the the, tra- the series trailer to come immediately after. Yeah, well, no, the next time like kind of turned into the series trailer, didn't hmm. it? It was uh, it's an interesting one. So, what do we know about um, third one? I think is called Thin Ice, which to me suggests Ice Warriors. Yeah, one about you. There, there's one in the in that trailer, so I was like, oh, okay, that may well have been an Ice Warrior doing the pilot. There, um, the fourth one is Knock Knock. That's the one with David Suchet as the landlord. Hmm. Uh, which is apparently also going to be presented in binaural audio. Interesting. So you could sit and listen to it in headphones and get creepy sort of surround. That sounds things. spooky. Do you know what? Just you saying, right, this is really ridiculous. Mm. Um, you say, you're saying that 
that he was playing the landlord and the fact that David Suchet has a moustache or certainly does when he's playing Poirot yeah you, uh, I'd be amazed if you could guess where I was going with this it, for some reason in my head I'm like oh that's basically going to be like that game uh, Hello Neighbor <laughs> that we watched some guys play through he's playing Gary yeah the sinister neighbour yeah Good lord! No, I hadn't. No, I hadn't. Uh, I didn't realise that was where you. That's were going my expectation ahead. now. Um, well, well, he hasn't got a moustache in the episode. Oh, ah, wow! Bullshit. Some people thinking he's going to be another time lord with a name like the landlord. It's not. It's kind of a shit. Like if you have the doctor, the master, and then the landlord. Is I don't it? know. Think of the lord of the land approaching. <laughs> yeah, beware. The Lord of the Land and the Landlord are slightly different things. Yeah. One is Al Murray, and the yeah. other is an enormous demon or something. No, no, no he's the Lord he's, of the Land. Yeah, he? he's like this big, like uh, armored dude. He's going to come and attempt to to mac not mac on your dungeon, but like uh, yeah. Well, well, we don't know what he wants to do. Well, no, he, did, he didn't get he to might do it. Fuck I the entire him. entire structure. You're not fucking my demon spawn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't even ever play Dungeon Keeper, but it was uh, a not for favorite years. of mine for a little while. And um, uh, like on someone else's PC, because uh, I didn't have a PC. I really like that the. I think they're called Demon Spawn. The little um, well, a the imps were great, but like the Demon Spawn, the ones where you pick them up and they go like, eh, 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 <laughs> when you drop down. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Right. Um. Though, so like, the Benora one. Um. We know about Missy. We yeah. know about John Sim yeah. as the master. He's grown a little beard. Mm. Finally, for his master beard. Well, he's got a wife. <laughs> he had a wife. Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's still got that rubbish beard. <laughs> oh, well, well, wife. Um, <laughs> what David Tennant impression which sound like. Well, 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 <laughs> well, 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 that that joke's going to travel really well with the, with the American <laughs> listeners. I barely remember. I mean, I do know Frankie Howard and um, the really interesting story about his death. But uh, well, a slightly interesting story about his death. Oh, I and I can't remember which way round it is, which is really annoying. Oh, I feel like me. I've discussed it on the podcast before. Which oh, is right. that, um, try me. Um, he and I want to say Benny Hill mm. died very close to each other. And um, uh, in time, rather than location, in time, and um, some one of their agents got uh, whichever one died, <laughs> like got the wrong one. Second, <laughs> no, they called their agent up and were like, "Can we have a uh, like a quote about it?" And the agent was like, "Oh yeah, mm. um, this is what he says," and it turns out that he was already dead at that point. <laughs> um, oh. It's a bit of a weird, macabre kind of story. Okay. I think it's Frankie Howard. Weirdly, Frankie Howard's death day was. 19th of April 1992 we're recording this around about that time <laughs> that's sensible not putting an exact uh... yes yeah and so let's try uh, Benny Hill while we're at it sorry about this everyone uh, you will have most Americans will have at least heard of Benny Hill 20th of April 1992 so my understanding was that um, somebody called like Benny Hill's agent going like mm. oh can we get a reaction to Frankie Howard's death and they gave like a fake quote, not knowing that Benny Hill was already dead at that point. That's amazing. That is my understanding of the of the story, and I feel like I've looked it up before and been broadly correct <laughs> in my remember. 
Cool. I will not look that up now, but uh, yeah, I'll yeah. bear that in mind there you as go. a funny conversational gambit. So, yeah, we got John Simmel, <laughs> which they... A couple of guys died. <laughs> oh. Hilarious. <laughs> so, John Simmel, which they couldn't keep even slightly uh, hid. Yeah, and I think they just went, oh, fuck it, let's fuck not it. bother. Yeah. I feel like there was lots of cool looking stuff in that little tra- trailer and I can't remember any of it. No. no. Like, all I'm going to say is I'm going to describe like a thing that I saw. My understanding is that we've got a three-parter this oh, year. Oh, really? Yeah. That'll be interesting. It's certainly our first one for a bloody age. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there's, I think Utopia uh, Sound of Drums Lost the Time you could sort of call it it's a kind of kind of, do, of a, an old school dog leg thing, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. invasion of time is like two episodes about one thing and then four episodes about something else yes and um, seeds of doom I think it does the two episodes of the thing hang on which is the doctor Troughton or uh, Baker Baker it's doom yes <laughs> so it gives two episodes of the thing and then four episodes of uh, you know Little Shop of Horror. This is what I love. There are Doctor Who fan sites, who, uh, forums, where they only ever refer to the episodes by initials. Yeah. So they, if they write TSOD, what's that? The Seeds of Death? <laughs> the Seeds of Doom? The yeah. Sound of Drums? What is it? <laughs> what is it? Victory of the Daleks or Voyage of the Damned? Re- like, Remembrance of the Daleks or Revelation of the Daleks? Daleks. Yeah, or Re- Resurrection of, of the, the Daleks. Daleks. That's the one, yeah. Twice. <laughs> Um, at so least yeah. the Dalek's master plan is dump yeah <laughs> lol um, um, so it's a, it's a three part any other like little I mean, there's something else that you've told me that you've heard is going to happen now um, there's right there's the regeneration stuff in the trailer Capaldi says he's filmed his death scene already yeah yeah but he's hasn't yet filmed the Christmas special so maybe that happens in a location where they happen to be and it's yeah, just yeah. easier to do that bit there yeah 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 which might mean they have filmed... Because so, you have to then have someone else in that place yeah, yeah. during the next bit. So they might have filmed a bit with the actual next Doctor, whoever it turns out to be. Yes, there's a there's a rumour that is not confirmed. Uh, well, that'd be Chris Marshall, wouldn't yes. it? Of, uh, of bad television programmes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not... On the face of it, I'm not overly keen on that. But... I might be surprised. People's general reactions, which I find it difficult to disagree with, is like, oh, great, like a very just generic, boring white guy. Yes, I. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm not. I. Yeah. I. Yeah. I still don't think they're in a hurry to change that. Yeah. I do think we'll get non-white guy before we get female doctor. I think that's far more likely. Yeah, I think you might be right. However, there are some rumours that suggest um, some kind of weird. Temp- these, this is possibly someone making shit up by yeah, the way which is um, a lot yeah. uh, the idea of some kind of odd temporary regeneration interesting like he'll be Chris Marshall for a bit of an episode and then <laughs> be himself again and then the actual Doctor thing will happen because yeah. it's meant to be for one thing you will remember throughout the the old 26 years of Doctor Who that regeneration didn't really happen the same way <laughs> nah. more than once and That's we've been true, presented yeah. with quite a quite a defined version of it now yeah. and I think Capaldi has even said in in interviews that like just we've seen it done a very various sorts of ways so we're going to do we might do something else 
So that's interesting in and of yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. Well, whether Chris is just like a previous model, if he is even in it, yeah, yeah. is some kind of potential future Doctor. A bit like the Watcher, but more... Um, <laughs> explicable. <laughs> more explicable. And, well, the Watcher's a strange old concept. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, it's definitely the fifth Doctor, but like time hasn't kind of caught up with him being that thing yet. Yeah, it's really strange concept. I mean, that was a kind of a bonkers era. Fucking bit made, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Strange man. Yeah. Um, so, basically, there might be a big old fake out. Uh, my feeling is, if they have filmed a regeneration then they've probably got a person who's then who they filmed standing yeah, there yeah. in Capaldi's clothes yeah and then we get into the Chibnall era which I, I have no idea yet how we're going to feel about it yeah but I think after um, this series and mm. before the next one we should do our Chibnall retrospective yeah just because it's just good to, to see what to we can mine some, some positivity um, between series as well. Yeah, you're right. Um, anything else you want to? I don't know if you want to talk about the, Chris, the other thing about like the well, again, the rumor. it's only a rumor, but yeah. um, I like the idea of because uh, I saw an adventures. I always want to say time and space. I think it's space and time. I found it a bit weird actually how they kept like they were really banging on about the time and relative dimension in space in this episode. It's like, mm. well, yeah, it's a it's a neat thing that's existed before. But I don't know why he's doing it like. <laughs> it's a way to describe like yeah. events and your place within but like, them. But it's weird that I mention it. It was like when Moffat got really, really attached to people going Doctor Who, uh, and then yeah. it was like, "I'm just going to have that happen a lot." And then it's just one episode. It's like I'm going to have the initial. I'm going to say time and relative dimension in space like five times. Well, I suppose the idea was that uh, I can say this to Bill and she'll get it because yeah. she was paying attention to that lecture, yeah. but. That, no that lecture was, as I <laughs> said to you earlier, kind of all over the place. It was. It was nonsense. I think the way I described it was as if the Doctor had done a, a huge bong hit beforehand and they just gone out and be like, we think time is like a thing that happens, but like it's just a construct, man. Well, like, we, imagine that if, way lies the ball of wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey stuff, though, yeah. isn't it? Um, um, and and imagine if everything be... happened to all the time, like that at the same time. It happened to me once and there was like... Gladiators in London, and it didn't really make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what you have stopped me talking about is the potential for David Bradley being in as the the first Doctor. Yes, to say goodbye, and then maybe maybe we can have a Susan type related. Thing oh yeah, like that. that would be um, did, an one, obvious thing. To one do. day he did say he would he would come back. I'm a bit late, I'm afraid. <laughs> and like. If you're if you're a new viewer, you think can they just let recast a doctor like that? Yes, well, yes, because they, they've already recast that doctor, that specific doctor, Richard Herndall, yeah. in the Five Doctors. Yeah, and he played it like utterly differently, which is great. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of it's kind of nice. Yeah, he, he st- it still works. He's a lovely he's a lovely guy. Yeah, in that ep- in that episode. Yeah, Five Doctors is a strange beast. It's yeah. half really good and half not that good. <laughs> But it did give us <laughs> no, not the mind pro. Oh yes, I did think of that as a not the mind wipe. Yes, feels <laughs> like nah, not the mind wipe. Yeah, it's like you said that in a very strange way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that yeah, no. So I'm excited about what the series is to hold ahead. I was say, and it might be that it might be shite. He might turn into the first Doctor for a bit, and then into. <laughs> Chris Marshall as a kind of... They might just recast every, all of the Doctors. <laughs> I could almost like imagine... Five seconds. Yeah, Moffat 
trying to bringing in Chris Marshall as an utter parody of the kind of thing they think like like the like the Tenth Doctor Ultra. Yeah, like yeah. just a super fucking cool, really self-aggrandizing. Yeah, yeah. Guy who's an, an absolute knob for a bit, a bit like David Morrissey was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before you found out who was actually a deeply sad, unhappy man. Yeah, ain't that often the case? <laughs> yes, yes, it, it, it is. Uh, I, I've, I've met some of them. Yeah, and uh, it happened to me. Yeah, oh, my, my first doctor voice apparently put me in a put me in a. Big old white wig and cast me. It's like Doctor. Of course, I'd have to play William Hartnell standing next to himself. <laughs> yeah. I've been eating a lot. <laughs> I'm not fat, you understand. It's, it's time energy. I've been building up our You look kind of fat, don't you? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Listen, my boy. Um, oh, God, that wasn't bad. Um, yeah. Oh, before I go, Paul Mackey had an interview in like Radio Times where yeah. they said, like, what makes the TARDIS run? And it, I was reminded of it because she said, like, oh, it's oil. It's space engine oil. Yeah. And fans went fucking mental. Yeah. And like, you twats. <laughs> like, and also, it was interesting to see the age of various fans. Some were yeah. like, no, it's Artron Energy. Some were like, no, it's energy from the Rift. It's the Eye of Harmony. And some would say, it's the Eye of Harmony. Yeah. yeah. Um, my answer is, she doesn't need to know that. <laughs> For one thing, she's playing a character who doesn't know that. Yeah. Why is it important to you that she knows this thing? Yeah, yeah. In fact, Stephen Moffat said, she was like, she got the role, she said, I better watch some Doctor Who. And went, don't. Yeah. Don't do that. Because it'll give you a, you don't want, uh, yeah, you don't want to kind of get ideas about how to play it or. Precisely. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, and also, all of those people, um, the Bio Harmony produces Artron Energy. Rift Energy is only what you were using in lieu of Artron Energy because the Eye of Harmony was on Gallifrey and there was no Gallifrey but, as far as you were concerned. But Gallifrey kind of is. Yeah, but you didn't, yeah, but you didn't know that. But yeah. like, there is that now. And also, that was only moving in time. If you move in space, you need Zyton 7 or from Varos. And uh, also, Doctor Who is no real consistent <laughs> canon. So. No. Yeah, it, it's all nonsense and makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, so who invented the who invented the word TARDIS? Don't know. Who wrote Beethoven's Fifth Symphony? Beethoven did. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I did make a note actually that like Doctor hasn't learned any new tunes. <laughs> uh, I think before I'm sorry to um to not let you do your vibe but I'm going to pin my new project oh god yes yes uh, please so um, oh I should cut this in earlier for the spoiler faves oh uh, yeah maybe maybe um, hello this is Joe uh, carrying on from the thing I was just saying hey that's <laughs> alright um, like most one person stops listening to the yeah. podcast then and we know who that is anyway it is me Griff. <laughs> yes. shut up Joe and pimp your ride um, so uh, this is the thing that me and Chris did a little test of a while ago mm. when I first got this idea. But I've started doing gaming videos uh, under the name GameSloth. Mm. Uh, I believe the best way to find... It's not an easy way to find us on YouTube, unfortunately, mm. um, because I don't have a custom channel URL oh, yet. Yeah. I think I have to fulfill some... Um, I think I need like 100 subscribers or that something like that first. So basically, I don't know. I'll put up... Uh, I did post about it in the group and I'll do so again. But uh, also, can't you go to... 
the game sloth on Twitter. Yeah, just say at, go to at the game sloth, uh, and I tweet from there. And and presumably you have a link. To I have a link to the YouTube, yeah, and I'll put a link to our Twitch account, which I haven't actually streamed anything on yet. Which I know I is the game sloth because you've got a follower on that, and it's me. Hooray! <laughs> so um, yeah, at the moment I'm playing some uh, Stardew Valley, and I've got a Skyrim episode to mm. edit that I've not got round to. Uh, and, and our, our two-year-old Skyrim demo will probably remain unseen. <laughs> yeah, it was a good, it was a good test recording, but yeah, yeah, and there was like a couple of funny bits in it, mm. but it was mostly me not remembering how to play Skyrim and then answering the door. <laughs> what do you remember? How to play and getting Skyrim? some headphones that I told you were likely to be disappointing and were. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, but like, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna start doing. I'd quite like to do stuff under Joe and Chris do a thing because it's mm. a good brand. But uh, yeah, but I'm also you know I also yeah. like you stepping out and doing your own beers. Yeah, yeah. There is a, a WWE TK17 episode, which again is on my computer, but I haven't got round to editing it because clearly I've caught the edit- editing procrastination bug. Yeah, from it's you. A, yeah, man. It's a, it's a real bind. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's a honestly it's a pisser. The longer yeah. you've done it, yeah. all you can think about is how long it is that you yeah, have been yeah, doing no, it. I get that. And it's almost like, well, there's no point starting now. So, um, Eddie, you've got some you've got some relaxo time upcoming. I'll yeah, have yeah, a yeah. About with it then. Yeah, I don't know how my recording schedule is going to be. What it's going to be like soon. But anyway, um, hopefully, if more people—that's true. Yeah, without saying too much, like we we may have trouble meeting up at times. But yeah. we can come up. We can come up with something, even if it's Skype things. I think we'll work something out for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at the moment, we've only got the two videos. Um, obviously, if I start streaming, that'll make things a lot easier in terms of getting vids done. Mm. Um, but yeah, and if people come and tell me how much they like them, that might encourage me to do more. But also, you know, you signed up for this dot podcast. I don't care if you don't <laughs> want to watch them. You know, it's just another thing. If you if you really want more of my nonsense, um, mm. then uh, yeah, you know where to go now. Yay, Joe fans! Yeah, at the game sloths, sloths. Yes, that would that would probably be the easiest way to do it. There you go. All right, we love you all. We'll see you for smile. Unless there's anything else you wanted to say. Uh, no, I love you, and I've really enjoyed. Get, I'm really enjoying already being back into recording the Empire podcast. Excellent. Love you all, Nazi punks. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.